What do you do if your gym is turning over six figures or close to six figures revenue, but you don't have profitability and you don't have a lot of free cash reserves? This is a question that I get asked a lot. And this is probably reflective of the the exact kind of gym owner that I tend to mentor the most. So what happens is uh, a fitness pro has set up their own facility and they've, they've you know, opened a nice location. They've grown to maybe 50 to 100 members and they've taken on some staff. They've pa- passed the VAT threshold, so their, their costs have gone up. And through a number of issues, what's happened is they've ended up making 15, maybe 20K a month or more in gross revenue. They pay themselves a little bit of money from that, but at the end of the month, there just never seems to be any spare cash left over. There's no cash in the bank, and it's a dangerous position because the business has no cash reserves, meaning that it's literally on thin ice, and it's it's 20K comes in and 20K goes out every month. And this is a problem because... Well, the pandemic showed us, number one, why this is a big issue, because your gym needs a certain amount of cash reserves that it can rely on, kind of like like a savings account, that it can rely on to still cover the costs in the case of having a really bad month. If income dried up, or a bunch of clients left, or there's a national lockdown, or there's a, nat- a, na- a natural disaster, or someone sets fire to your gym, or a trainer sabotages you and takes 30 of your clients overnight, or whatever. Or or you can't even work, maybe, because you get injured. Anything could happen. And the only way you can mitigate these risks that are out of your control is by having cash in the bank, which is completely under your control. I was telling people this, I was telling FitPros this back in 2018, 2019, and it's kind of freaky. There's there's videos of me online that I posted up from some of my free events and seminars I was doing around the UK. And I was asking FitPros in the room, saying, hey, what would be your backup strategy if for some crazy reason you could not make any money from your gym tomorrow? How would you actually survive? Where would the money be to keep paying your staff, keep paying your rent, keep paying your ads, keep paying yourself? And it's frightening how very, uh, how not prepared most fit pros are. And statistically, the research backs this up too. Statistically, 90% of businesses, and by extension, fitness businesses, have never posted a profit, meaning, 90% of gyms are making some money, but they're not making profit. They're making money and they're spending money. It comes in and it goes out and there's nothing left in reserves or savings. And then I was telling FitPros that one thing I've taught for many years is that your goal as a company owner, forget forget thinking about revenue goals, forget 10K a month or 25K a month. That's not important. What's important is profitability and cash reserves. Because if you don't have cash reserves, your business is vulnerable and it's in dangerous territory. And unfortunately, the pandemic of 2020 realized this for a lot of gym owners who had seven locations, nine locations, 
and they went bust in two months because they didn't have the money in reserve to support all those locations. They'd grown too quickly. They'd grown without the cash reserves. Because the truth is, and you want to write this down, that a gym business can only scale as high as its cash reserves run deep. You can only grow your gym business or scale your business as high as your cash reserves run deep. The cash reserves are your foundation. It's the concrete. If you don't have cash reserves, you're building a gym on top of quicksand. And a lot of gym owners discovered this, even big chains. A lot of big national globo gym chains had the same issue and had to close hundreds of locations because they'd only had two to three months of cash reserves. So the first thing I always tell you guys is that you need to get, the first goal should be to get a minimum of three months operating reserve cash in your profit account, in your bank, spendable. So what that means is you look at how much it costs on average to run your business, all the costs it takes to fuel your business and keep the lights on. And then you multiply that amount by three and that's the first amount of profit money you should have in reserve. So for example, if your rent is 2K a month, if you pay all your payroll, including what you pay yourself is 3K a month, if your Facebook ads are 1,000 a month, and if your other costs come to 1,000 a month, that's, that's two, five, that's about 8K a month, let's say. So if, you're, if your complete operating costs are 8K a month to pay yourself, pay your team, pay your rent, pay your subscriptions and tech, pay your advertising, then you should be looking at uh, three times that. So 24,000, 24,000 pounds is the magic number of cash you need in a profit reserve. And having three months of spare cash means that if all income ceased tomorrow, if every single one of your clients left, and there's no incoming revenue, that's pretty much the worst thing that could happen to your business, right? Then you could still keep all the lights on, keep everyone employed, and keep paying yourself for the, for at least three months, giving you a, a breathing time, a buffer time of three months to get your shit back on track. And that's the key thing. You need to be able to get back on track. If you don't have those cash reserves and then your income goes down below break even, what most fit pros do then is they have to then remove one of their costs to compensate. They have to downsize their location to reduce their rent. They have to terminate an employee to reduce payroll, or they have to not pay themselves in order to, to make ends meet. And then their family struggles. Or the first thing most fit pros will do, which seems the least damaging, is they'll shut off their Facebook ads and stop spending money on advertising. But that, again, is a bad move because advertising is probably the only thing that if you lost a bunch of members, your advertising is actually what you need most to get back on track next month, to get new customers coming in. So turning off your advertising when you're already bleeding money is kind of like is kind of like you've already been stabbed and you decide to stab yourself one more time. That's the best way to put it. 
So this is the danger that most gym owners end up in because they, don't, they haven't been given this information. They haven't had this kind of high-level business strategy. And you've been conditioned by marketers, ads agencies, influencers, business coaches to be only, only focused on revenue. Make 10K a month, make 20K a month, make 30K a month. And no regard for profitability or cash reserves. So your first financial goal as a company shouldn't be to think about 20K a month. It should be to think that whatever our costs are right now, do we have at least three months or three times that amount in a cash reserve, uh, profit reserve, basically? That's the first thing. If you have that, three months of cash reserves basically allows you to mitigate most threats to your business. If you'd had that in lockdown, lockdown wouldn't have been so hard. And if you can actually gain more than that over time, which is it's quite hard, I'll be honest, but you want to strive for this anyway. It's hard to be 8% body fat, but it's still a worthwhile goal. So if you can aim to get six months of cash reserves in the bank, which means you could go for six months without any new money coming in, that also allows you to maximize opportunities that are presented to you. So your business is dealing with threats and opportunities from external, from outside. External threats could be pandemics, uh, you know, again, natural, natural disasters, uh, things like that that affect the running of your business. Laws, taxes, things like that could change. Whereas op external opportunities are things that could enhance your gym if you jump on it, but they usually require a significant investment. So for example, when 2020 came along and all the gyms were closed down, we had about 12 months of cash reserves in the bank because we had spent the entire of 2019 aggressively putting profits aside to prepare for a projected recession in 2020. We didn't know how it was going to go down. We didn't know about the pandemic, obviously. But there were talks from, from economic experts that we were heading into a recession in 2020. So we took our cue from that. We began spending the whole of 2020, 2019 resisting the urge to scale. We had two locations at the time. We could have easily gone to three, four, five and bought more gyms, but we didn't. We said, let's just build up our cash reserves and play the long game. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And we fortunately made the right move. 2020 came along, all the gyms were locked down and a lot of our of other gyms out there started going under. Fit pros were looking to sell, closing their units. And then we pivoted our strategy to say, well, there's an opportunity here. We can actually now go and buy gyms and buy equipment and keep gyms open that were otherwise about to close by actually acquiring them, or they could even, we can give them an opportunity to become a franchise with us and they can plug in our model and it'll keep their business alive. So that was an opportunity for us that we could actually grow via acquisitions and mergers. And we needed money for that. If we're gonna go and buy up five failing gyms, well, we, we need a couple of hundred K for that. So we had that money. We had more than six months cash reserves, which meant when an opportunity like this came around, we were able to go out and take advantage of it and pay that money. It also meant but the, the gyms that didn't have at least three months cash reserves, to them, the pandemic was a threat. 
To us, it was an opportunity. We could mitigate our threat because we had at least three months of cash reserves. We told our staff, no one's getting fired. No one's getting a pay cut. You're going to get paid full money. We're not turning off the lights. We can sail through this because we've done the responsible work as business owners of building our cash reserves. So anyway, I go into all that, first of all, uh, you know, I think you can take a lot of lessons from that. But the real crux of this episode is once you understand that position and you understand that problem, the next thing you need to look at is how do you increase those cash reserves? How do you make your business more profitable? How do you free up more cash flow to put your business in a healthier financial position to mitigate threats and even maximize opportunities? Let's run through a couple of quick things you can do to get into that position. So going back to 2019, this is where myself and my business partner, James, we resisted the urge to scale, like I said, and we thought, let's just hoard money and like, let's store things away and prepare for the winter. Winter is coming economically. So a few of the things we did that you can do too is number one, you've got to make sure that you're charging the premium rates for your business. If you've grown to 50 or 100 members, a lot of the time, gym owners struggle with cash flow because they've grown to 100 members or more. They're, they're making 10K, 20K a month, but there's no profit there because a group of the original members were undercharging. So probably the, the first 20, 30, 40 members you had, you severely undercharged those people. Maybe they only paid like 40, 50 pounds a month and you only started charging more money when you saw there was some momentum going. And that now comes back to bite you in the ass because you'll realize if you've got too many members on really low discounts, then even if you're fully booked, you're still not making any profit and your business can still be wiped out in the case of one of these threats happening. So... That was a real reality for so many gym owners, unfortunately, in COVID. So what you need to do is look at all your members right now. Look and honestly look at the ones that you're undercharging, all those OG members, and you've got to find a way to get those prices back up. And I would also say that you've got to be willing to let those people go if they're not going to play ball. So it's more than reasonable that you charge more money to them now because your costs have increased. Your business is different to how it was back then. You did them a really big favor in the beginning, but you have to have a frank conversation with those guys and say, look, you know, the cash position is not great for the business. We need more profits and we're struggling now because our my costs have gone up. I'm hiring staff. I'm paying more tax. I've you know, got bought new equipment, I'm paying more for advertising. But because so many members are still on a very low price, we're actually unable to turn a profit. And that threatens the security of our business. And you have to own up to it, take full responsibility that you made those decisions back in the day. You didn't do your financial projections long term. You probably undercharged out of fear more than anything. And you have to be honest with those members. And if you outline the situation honestly and clearly, and you take responsibility for it, in my experience, I've seen most of those members will be completely fine with it. Nobody wants to pay, have to pay more, but a lot of them will probably be happy to, especially if you've been delivering an epic service. If you've been giving a hundred pounds a month worth of value, 
and they're only paying £40 a month, they'll, they'll be okay to upgrade because they know they've been getting a steal. If they're not reasonable, if they don't think it's fair, then you have to pull your big boy pants up as a leader and then show them the door. Because as you grow as a person, as an entrepreneur, you're going to outgrow people. You're going to outgrow relationships. Relationships that were made at a certain time that served you then. It served you in the beginning. It got momentum. It it got things going. And you can thank these clients for that. You can thank them and say, look, at the time we started a year ago, you really helped me out. It got momentum. It built my confidence that people would pay for this. But alas, things have changed. And now this relationship has to change. If they're not down for that or they're being unreasonable, then you can honor them with maybe one or two more months. But then after that, they're going to have to they're going to have to pay the higher price or leave. This may be uncomfortable, but it's probably the only way to save your business long term. And being a, no one said being a leader is about being nice. Being a leader and an entrepreneur is about making tough decisions and having uncomfortable conversations that nobody else wants to have. Other people will avoid tough conversations and decisions so they can keep the peace and, and avoid conflict. Those people don't get paid very well. Those people fail in business. And it's unfortunate, but you have to do what's best for the good of everyone, for the majority of people, by keeping the gym open for the hundreds or potentially thousands of people in the future you could serve. And for yourself and your family, because you can be selfish. This is your business. You made it ultimately for you to serve your family, to take your your husband or wife, take your partner on, you know, to give them the life they deserve, to give them financial security, to provide for your kids, to put food on the table. That's why you're doing this. And so it's not these low-paying members that are threatening your success. It's your old decisions that you're not now being accountable for. So that, I would say, is the biggest thing for most gyms is look at those undercharging members and have that talk. Get them. If they leave, look, if 10 members walk because they don't want to pay more, great. Your revenue will take a very small hit in the short term because they're undercharging anyway. They're underpaying, sorry. But in the long term, you've now opened up 10 more spaces for brand new members to come in at the higher price, not knowing any different, and they'll be better quality clients to begin with. So you might have to take that one small step back in order to take three steps forward. And it will be a quantum leap forward if you just have the balls to make those decisions. Next thing you can do to widen your profits and create that more cash reserve is deliberately plan for it. So profit, we use something called the profit first accounting system. And I teach a full course on this inside my mentorship. So the, the, the gym owners I work with and the franchisees we have in our, in, our, in our business, they go through a whole cash flow management course that we've put together for them. Because you have to get a financial education. You can't just wing the numbers. You have to understand the same way a, body, a championship bodybuilder has to understand the macros and how he divides his proteins, carbs, and fats. You have to have the same understanding with all the businesses and the cost centers and the profit centers of your gym. You can't just wing it and say, well, revenue was good, so that means everything's fine. No, that doesn't work like that. So 
So what you need to do then is, is you know, understand that you have to deliberately plan and account for profitability. Don't just try and make more money and hope there's a profit left over. That's kind of like telling a weight loss client to eat all the foods she wants over a week and then track her calories and see if she was under calories or not. That's not going to work out too well. So instead, what we do as part of the Profit First system is we allocate a percentage of the revenue that comes in into a separate side bank account only for profit. So let's say, for example, £100 of revenue comes in. When that money comes in, first of all, £20 of that in the UK uh, is VAT. So we take £20 off for VAT and that goes into a side tax account we've created with our bank. And then we take another percentage off. This will be different depending on where you are. You have to, you need a custom plan to do this. But let's say, for example, you start with 5% profit. So you've taken your VAT off the £100. Now you have £80, which is what we call real revenue. This is real revenue you've generated because the 100 is not real revenue because £20 of that is tax. That belongs to the government. So what's left is the real revenue, £80. Then we take 5% of that, as an example, it could be more than 5% or less, but let's say you want to aim for 5% profit margin to begin with. So 5% of 80 is going to be £4. So we take £4 off the 80 and that £4 goes into our profit account. And we're left then with £76, which is left, which we can now use to cover all our other costs. Now, that's a very small example of like £100. This would actually be done in, you know, in terms of thousands or tens of thousands at once. But that's just to give you a micro example to get the idea of it. What we'd actually do is twice a month on the 10th and the 28th of the month, we would look at all the revenue that had come in. So on the 10th of the month, we look at the revenue collected in the first 10 days. Let's say that's £10,000. Then we would do that calculation. We take off the 2K for VAT, take off the 400 for profit. And then on the 28th of the month, maybe we've, maybe we've collected another £10,000 by then. And we do the same thing again. This way, we have now taken profit first and then we are forced to pay all the costs with what's left rather than the traditional uh, not-so-good way of getting revenue, covering all our costs, and then hoping there's profit left at the end. So the traditional accounting way is revenue minus expenses equals profit. But what we do is revenue minus profit equals our expenses. And then we're actually forced to be a lean business and cover our costs with the money that's left. And this way, we've put profit first. We're always adding to that profit account and we start to build up towards our cash reserves. The third thing you can do then to quickly build those cash reserves up is to once a month, look at your P&L or income statement, your cash flow statement. Look at all the expenses going out and all the income coming in. And what I would say is look at the expenses sheet. So once a month, or maybe maybe on the first of the next month, print off all your expenses from the month before. And every month, look at this thing, get a highlighter pen, and scan through all your expenses one by one, 
and look at anything you could just shave off that is not an essential expense. So you want to make sure that the expenses you're putting in are investments. Now, as a gym owner, your biggest investments are going to be your rent. That's pretty important. Your payroll, your advertising budget, and your if you've got a good business mentor, then a good business mentor is going to bring back 10x the money as well. Those are four things that you don't want to shave off your expenses. But if you have anything else, like you're buying too many paper clips, you've got you're buying too much coffee for the staff. There's always these little things. So I would say look at your expenses for the month. Look at what the grand total was. Let's say you spent £10,000. And then set yourself a challenge and say, hey, if I had to, if I had to shave off 5% of these expenses, where would I get that from? So 5% of 10,000 is going to be 500 pounds, if my math is right. Um, So yeah, that's right. So 5% would be 500 pounds. So from your 10K of expenses, look at where you could collectively take off 500 a month with non-essential, silly things that you're paying for. Every gym owner I've done this with in in six years can all shave off 5% of stuff they don't even need to be paying for. Do that and you've just saved £6,000 a year in expenses. That means you've now got £6,000 additional profit straight into that reserve account. These little things will add up and this is how you start moving towards those cash reserves and having a safe business that once again, if you have up to three months of cash reserves, you're protected from most threats. If you're able to go advanced and get up to six months in cash reserves, you're able to actually maximize opportunities like we have done and scale your business far faster. That is essentially the underlying factor of how we went from two locations in 2020 and through the pandemic, we actually 10 x to grow to 20 locations whilst other gyms were shutting down left, right, and center. It was purely our financial strategy. And I've just shared that with you right now. So take this, use it, and I hope that your business becomes more bulletproof and more scalable in the future.